And now, in association with that auntie who comes round who's not really your auntie but a friend of your mum's, you know the one. And this week, featuring former Olympic 100-metre bronze medalist David Bowie as all four of the three musketeers, we present Henderson Doorframe of Long Division. Having failed to jump the barbed wire fencing on his motorbike, Henderson finds himself undercover in a casino in Monte Carlo, playing a potentially deadly game of cards. I looked across the table at my opponent, cruel-eyed, evil-mouthed, and wearing a beard that suggested nothing but evil intentions, Sylvia Prudent Passage, the suspected head of Ghoulie, global operations of larceny and industrial espionage, sat back in her beanbag and looked at me with an icy glare. The croupiest book. We, Monsieur Anderson Doorframe of Long Division, a secret department of the British Secret Service, it is, how you say, your call, Monsieur. I looked at my hand. It was empty, so I looked at my cards instead. A pair of queens got up and stormed off. In their place sat a new player. Howdy, partner. How are you all doing? The name's Sam. Card shop, Sam, from Cardiff, as you could probably tell from my accent. Likewise. What do you do? I'm a professional window cleaner. Ah, with a name like Card Shop, I thought you might be a poker player. I used to be. Practice for hours, and I got to be quite a good player. But in the end, I had to give it up, because, try as I might, I couldn't master Layla by Derek and the Dominoes. It's the chord progressions, you see. Anyway, Card Shop is my birth name. I decided to change my surname to Sam after the alliteration law of 2015. 2015? Quarter past eight in old money. Aye, thrilling. Are you playing? Well, I was just waiting to see the flop. Well, maybe after dinner, but certainly not on a first date. Across the table, Sylvia Prudent Passage gave a demure cough to attract my attention. <coughs> 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 It's your bet, Mr. Doorframe, she said, her voice deep and husky after her years of working at Tilbury Docks. I looked at my cards, then at a pile of chips. I pushed them all forward. All in for 25 million. There was a gasp from the onlookers. <gasps> Eventually, Sylvia Prudent Passage raised her eyebrow. Sorry, madame, we don't allow bets to be made with facial hair. House rules. Well, it may have done in the 90s, but I think you'll find that it's been supplanted by the ambient chill music scene these days. As the English say, madame, whatever, the bet is still 25 million. Sylvia Prudent Passage looked at me with a face like a haunted toilet. That's quite a confident call, Mr. Doorframe. 
Are you sure you can afford to lose that much? I did that trick where you roll the chip over your knuckles. I have a good supply, I said. Sylvia matched the bet and I laid my pair on the table. Very impressive, Mr Dorfain, but maybe put some trousers on and show me your cards. I obliged and laid out my cards. Sylvia gritted her teeth, spitting out the snowplough before speaking. Damn you! A Visa debit card and an Ikea voucher? That beats my pair of buttocks. Safe in the knowledge that I had successfully bankrupted one of the world's most dangerous criminal empires, I sat back and smiled a satisfied smile and let the euphemism wash over me. Sylvia Prudent Passage stood up and stalked away, the frustration of the huge loss etched across her ankles. I reached forward and pulled my now huge pile of chips towards me. A pleasure playing with you, Miss Prudent Passage. Now, does anyone have any salt and vinegar for these chips? A little while later, after a brief holiday on Canvey Island, and if you know Canvey Island, you'll know why it was brief, I returned to Long Division. I parked my two-litre bottle of diet water in the car park and made my way up to the chief's office, where I found my favourite running gag waiting for me. Good morning, Simon. You're looking lovely today. Is that a new garden fence you're wearing? <coughs> ah, sorry. Trick of the light. <coughs> Aye, I did try it, yes. Unfortunately, I over-tightened one of them and it fell off. <coughs> no, it's always looked like that. I've had it checked out, but the specialist said it was hanging naturally and wasn't anything to worry about. I think the term is crazy busy, but it means the same even without the swear word. <laughs> you are hilarious. Best joke ever. Come in. Ah, oh, there you are, Commander. Before we start, Mom, can I have a word? Certainly, Commander. How about immense? Thank you, Mom. That means a lot. Now then, Commander. Are you all right? Sorry, Mom. I was feeling a little stiff this morning. Sorry to hear that, Commander. So am I, Mom. I'm now banned from the morgue. Yes. Now then, Commander, to business. What can you tell me about this painting? Very nice, Mom. Watercolours? Tomato ketchup. Can you make out what it is? It looks like an aerial view. Very good, Commander. But what of? An aerial, Mom. Precisely, Commander. It was sent to us by a Leslie Andrews, age seven. The kidnapped heir to the Andrews, age seven fortune? The very same. Mr. and Mrs. Andrews, age seven, were contacted a few days ago by the kidnappers. They didn't even know he was missing. So his disappearance has come as a mild irritation to them. Didn't he have a nanny? Not exactly. Turns out the family didn't check the references properly. Whilst they thought they were getting a nanny, what they actually ended up with was a nanny goat. Surely they could have seen the difference when she arrived, Mom. Possibly. But they were out of the country when the appointment was made, and the nanny goat was greeted at the family home by the tea's maid and the golf driver. Two other references they didn't bother checking properly. I see. But what does this have to do with us, Mom? Nothing. We were sent the picture by mistake. 
It should have gone to another comedy podcast about a renegade beer-drinking police detective who was haunted by the loss of his first nine wives during romantic trips to the local sewage works and is threatened with a sack by his bully of a police chief. What's it called? Finn Osgood, Armand Overroad Finisher. Sounds like a generic police procedural setting up a load of wordplay gags to me. Maybe so. But I need you to get after this Finn Osgood before he does any more damage and nail him. I will. It's tempting off her, Mom, but I really don't think he's my type. And what is your type, Commander? About 45 words per minute, Mom. All right, then. In that case, I want you to get after him before he can do any more damage, and when you find him, you can type him a sternly worded missive in under 60 seconds. Will do, Mom. Do I have any weapons or gadgets from the boffins at Short Division? Yes, indeed, Commander. They've sent along this thesaurus disguised as a gun, firearm, pistol, revolver shooter. They've also sent over this portable keyboard that you can connect to your mobile. Excellent. Does it have Microsoft Word? Press that button. No, not that one. Sorry, Mom. Do you recognise the keys? Wait a minute. It's not. Is this Chunky from episode 16? Indeed it is, Commander. Indeed it is. No need to say it twice, Mom. We're already well up on the word count for this episode. So this is Chunky. Hello, old friend. Press that button there, Commander. Oh, it's like he's in the room with us. Let's hope not. This cubicle is already a tight squeeze as it is, even with the new cistern. So there you are, Commander. You're fully equipped now. Splendid. So if all else fails, I can dazzle them with me bossa nova. Might be an idea to keep that tucked away, Commander. You don't want a charge of indecent exposure on your record. Not again, Mom, no. I can't walk past a toy shop these days without me tag going off. Now, do I have a contact to meet with? Yes, indeed. You're to go to the casino at the Hotel Passage Arrière in downtown Burnley, and there you will place a bet at the roulette table on 32 black, but leave before the result. From there, you will be accosted by three men, who will ask you for your opinion of the music of Jose Feliciano. You will answer that he doesn't hold a light to the smooth, easy-listening charm of metal supergroup Iron Maiden. This will result in a fistfight, which you must lose. After you've spent three weeks in hospital, you will be approached by a nurse who will inquire if you know what she should do with her suppository, to which you will tell her exactly what she can do with her suppository, and she will call the police. Now, this is important, Commander. After you have served six months in Parkhurst, you will be released back into our care, and once back here, you will make your way to the surveillance department, where your contact will supply you with the information you need to complete your mission. It's time-sensitive, Commander. You'll only have 24 hours to accomplish your target. I see, Mom. Wouldn't it be easier if I just went straight to the surveillance department now, like? You can't, I'm afraid. Don't be afraid, Mom. I'm here. Thank you, Commander. You're a great comfort. I mean that you can't go straight there now. Why not? Because she's on a week's leave at Centre Parks. Now get going, Commander, and good luck. Thank you, Mom. Love and kisses. And with that, the meeting was over.
18 months later, I walked into the surveillance department of Long Division, where I was greeted by an assistant. Commander Doorframe, long time no here. Like the beard. Good morning, Anne. Yes, it's very nice, but I think it would look better on me. No offence taken, Commander. Now, how can I help you? I'm here to see my contact. She has time-sensitive information on me next target. Ah, yes. Well, she's off sick today. Can you come back tomorrow? Damn. I've only got 24 hours to complete the mission. I see. Shall I come back yesterday? No, that's okay. She's left the top secret details on top of this copy of Hello magazine. Excellent. Here we are. There's a message for you and a bag of Tutti Fruities. You are to eat the message and use the sweets to gain access to a room at the Hotel Falicornia, where you will book in under a false name. Which name? Sonhander Framedor. It's an anagram. I never would have guessed. And there you will wait further instructions. Good luck, Commander. Or should I say, Abacus? Why Abacus? Because we're all counting on you! I didn't write this, you know! I know, pet, believe me, I know. Just get on with it or I'll stop your gin ration. And with that, the meeting was over. I had no time to lose, and so I rushed to the end of the sentence and set off. What now for our hero? Will he ever get over the death of Trunky? Should Anne Assistant shape her new beard, or should she let it get entangled in her chest hair? Who is the mysterious Finn Osgood, Armand Overroad finisher? And does anybody care? Find out in the next episode entitled, Nobody Cares! That was episode 18 of Henderson Doorframe of Long Division, with Jim Thompson as Henderson Doorframe, Jan Kelly as the Chief and anything else that sounded female, and Steve Hannum filling in wherever he remembered to write himself a part. The episode was written and produced by Hans Van Meet.